What up, people? Welcome back to the dugout. You're here with your boy Ryan Leaf, and I actually have a special guest today. I'm here with Jack again. Jack, what up, my G? What's up, Ryan? Now, so if some of you guys are unaware, Jack's from the UK in Southampton. He's a huge Newcastle fan. Jack, tell me about how you're feeling about the one-one uh, against Watford. Mixed emotions, mate. On paper, I would have liked to have got three points with Watford being on zero after the first three games. But I knew Watford were always going to be a tricky test for us. And yeah, I, I, to be honest, I'll take a point because it makes us have four points from four games now. And that's quite a steady start. So yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah, 100%. How did you feel about the uh, that goal from Will Hughes in the first two minutes? You must have been so pissed off. I was very frustrated um, to concede after one minute and 20 seconds at home in what I'd like to call a six-pointer, with both teams being 19th and 20th at the time. Definitely. It was very, very frustrating. But I thought our response in the next 20 minutes was very impressive. We were constantly knocking on the door. We looked like we were going to go and score every time we attacked. Yeah, yeah, it's just just with the goal, a bit frustrating, but we bounced back well. Yeah, I think think it was a wonderful reaction to... uh to obviously bounce back from such a such a quick comeback. I mean, it wasn't very long until the ball was pumped up to Isaac Hayden. He put his head in where it hurts, and the ball fell very kindly to Fabian Shaw. And very good finish as well on his weak foot. Yeah. So, yeah, great response. No, it was actually a very good finish from uh, from a centre back. I didn't expect that finish from him. Did you? <laughs> no, I didn't. But if it was going to be any defender with that technical ability, it would have been Shaw because he is our best ball playing centre back. So, yo, some disrespect to Paul Dummett there. He can finish. Uh, Paul Dummett, yeah. Well, he's only really good with his head. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? In games like these, I think Newcastle are going to have to really go for maximum points. I think we'll let Watford slide, but I think next time, I'm not too sure who you guys are playing next. Uh, We're away away to Liverpool. (laughs) Oh, wow. You know what? Uh, that's kind of like a hit and run. Like, I, I would take whatever I can get out of that game. It's literally a free hit, mate. You know, I'm going to be totally realistic. I'd, I'd take a 1 or 2-0 two, two loss. As long as we don't get thumped and damaged our goal difference. I think it's um, all about damage limitations in that kind of game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just 5-4-1, hit on the counter. Try and set up the same way we did against Tottenham with the 5-4-1. Get service up to Joe Linton, get him to hold the ball up and just hope and pray that we can keep Liverpool out for as long as possible. Yeah, no, 100%, Jack, man. You know, I've actually been thinking about um, how we can somehow get more service into Joe Linton because he's kind of looked a bit isolated at times. He has. I totally agree with you. I thought, especially in the first two games, Bruce opted with a 5-3-2 formation mm-hmm. where it would just be Almiron in like a second striker role and the full-backs would be the only source of width. But by playing like a five-two-two-one slash five-four-one with the include with the including uh, Atsu, Sam Maximan, uh, even though he's injured uh, on the wings, I think it was a good move from Bruce. Get more service up to Joe Linton. Yeah, I I think Steve Bruce needs to be a little bit more like brave in his team selections because there's just times where where Joe Linton when I when I watch him is very much by himself. Almiron has to do everything by himself and try to beat a couple of players to try to get the ball up to Almiron. What could Steve Bruce do with his current personnel to try and change that? 
Well, we had a discussion on our like funds forum chat on Instagram, mm -hmm. and we thought maybe he should go to a four at the back system, where it would be like a four three three slash four two three one, where you have four at the back, uh, two CDMs and like Longstaff and Hayden, yeah, and then have have a centre mid slightly in front of them with three attackers, with the two wingers dropping in to make it a four five one. Yes, we thought that system would probably be the best for Newcastle especially at home against bottom half teams just like instead of like asking for teams to attack us we should go and attack teams because we've invested heavily in the window and attack we've paid 60 million on two attacking players so we need to get the best out of them and just attack teams I think yeah I feel the exact same way because I feel like the only way Jolinton's going to be effective is when he actually has support and he's actually been given the service from certain players I think he would love to have Christian Etsu and Jetro Williams bombing down the left-hand side, obviously, like, feeding balls into him. If we could somehow... Like, where would you play Almiron? Do you, do you enjoy seeing him in, like, a number 10? Or would you want him out wide? I personally prefer him in a number 10 role because he gets more of the ball. And he's very effective in the middle of the park. He's got very good passing ability. But also, I wouldn't mind him on the wing because his work rate is second to none. He's probably one of our hardest working players on the pitch. And with Almiron, he hasn't got a goal or an assist yet for Newcastle, but his work rate is so key for us. So, not going to lie, I wouldn't really mind him on the wing or in the number 10. As long as he's starting, then I'm fine <laughs> That's with that. all that matters. <laughs> yeah. As long as he starts, as long as he starts yeah, it's all good. <laughs> you know what? Start. I actually see, I see Almiron literally everywhere in some parts of the game. Like There's one minute where I see him on the left-hand side, and then I'll give it... I'll give it a couple of minutes and I see him all the way on the right. I think he's been very impressive since he's come to Newcastle in the past year and a bit. Who else has impressed you since they've come in? Because, I mean, Jetro William, Willems came in, am I correct? Yeah, Willems came in on loan from Frankfurt. Yeah, he's been very uh, impressive too. I've liked him. Yeah, he started off a bit shaky. I'm not sure if you saw... I did see that. Day, uh, ...the Arsenal goal. Yes. Where he was kind of caught in two minds whether to go to the ball and receive the pass or to make a run I remember that a bit, and yeah it kind of cost us a goal but against Watford uh, recently when with Richie being injured this could be his real chance to cement his place in the starting 11 and he was very very good on Saturday loads of Newcastle fans have been saying that he's been like a man of the match candidate on Saturday but uh, yeah I'd say putting an 8 out of 10 performance and he'll only get better no, 100%. I really enjoy watching him play. I think he's a very exciting uh, part of Newcastle's personnel. So, if we're giving a Joe, Joe Linton rating out of 10 so far since he's come in, what would you give him? I would give him a 7. I think being so young, it will take time for him to adapt to the Premier League. Well, that's what we thought anyway. We thought it'd take him maybe half a, half a season to hit the ground. Quite bizarre, but he's came in. He's took responsibility with the number nine shirt he got his goal against Tottenham well deserved goal probably deserved the goal for his efforts on Saturday um, I think he will hit 10 goals this season yeah and that's actually a very impressive return considering the amount of creativity Newcastle have at the exposal no offence oh yeah exactly mate when Rondon bagged 12 last year we just we couldn't believe it really we, we had two strikers who got 10 plus goals and with Benitez playing far at the back, that was incredible. Yeah. So, you know what? I, I really want Steve Bruce to be a lot more braver in his team selections because 
I think we've we've witnessed it now for the past three games. I think, in all honesty, Newcastle got a bit lucky against Spurs, but I just think yeah. I just think no, that so he so. needs to be he needs to be braver going forward. I, I do agree with you. I thought I thought against Spurs it was a very very impressive performance though. In my personal opinion, I thought we defended brilliantly. They had eighty percent of the ball, and we only limited them to three shots on goal. But we, we, we know me and you and all Newcastle fans, we can't play like that every single game, especially at home. We've got to, we've got to go and attack teams, play on the front foot, rather than ask for pressure and ask for chances against us. I agree with you. It was a wonderful <laughs> performance against Spurs because to to actually absorb so much pressure and to limit the amount of spaces they had inside. I mean. Because every time I saw Spurs had the ball, they kept pushing it out wide. They 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 had no sort of penetration. No, it was until they brought Ericsson on really when they looked like they could make an impact. Ericsson was very good. Yeah, I think I think it will be very unrealistic from Steve Bruce to expect his team to kind of put that kind of performance in week in week out. I mean, it'll be crazy. Newcastle can't do that. I I don't think many teams can actually do that. No, I, I totally agree with you, mate. There's not really many teams in the bottom half who can go to a top six side away week in week out or whenever they play them and put in that kind of performance it's almost like you you always play like that 5-4-1 six times a season and it will only come off maybe once yeah no definitely you, definitely and I mean it, it took some poor marking as well from Davidson Sanchez to leave Joe Linton free Atsu saw that and took advantage of it chipped the ball over great first touch from Joe Linton and he scores yeah, great, great left foot finish as well on this week's side. 100%. So. Tell me how you feel about Dubravka's performance because he was pretty key as well to your game against Watford last week. Very good. Since he's came through the door back in January last year, he's not really put a foot wrong. Four million quid, he's been just an absolute bargain. And especially in the Watford game, he made two real unbelievable saves to keep it at one all. And... I think he's going to be key uh, next, well, after the international break to keep the scoreline down against Liverpool. <laughs> I do. I, I think it might make double-figure saves. It's going to be that kind of game where they're going to just pop shots in constantly and without, well, he's almost destined to have a good goalkeeping performance, really. <laughs> do you think for the game against Liverpool, John Joe Shelby comes back into the first eleven? Personally, no. I think Longstaff and Hayden are both better defensively. I think Shelby's more of a, maybe at home you play him, a deep-line playmaker when you've got loads of possession. And yes. that really gets the best of him. His work rate defensively isn't great. It's been questioned. So I'd rather go with Longstaff and Hayden just because you're guaranteed 10 out of 10 effort. I've actually been reading up on, on the question marks around John Joe Shelby's efforts he's been putting in. Do you, do you think that John Joe feels a bit disheartened from losing his first team place? I think so, yeah. Uh, especially under Benitez. He looked... Well, we didn't really get a look in, actually. Uh, only in the Cup games, FA Cup, uh, League Cup is when he really played and on the final games of the season when we were already like mathematically safe. You know what? I think I think John Joe is not going to come back in for a long time as long as Isaac Hayden and, um, and Sean Longstaff are playing in the middle of the park. Yeah, yeah, I agree, mate. I, I think Longstaff and Hayden are going to be our two starting centimetres for a long time, as long as they keep... You know, last summer when Longstaff almost actually left to Manchester United, that would have left a major hole in the middle of the park. How, how, have you, how much has he impressed you this season so far? 
he's not been as good as he was on the back end of last year. You can kind of see he's still rusty because he hasn't played, well, since the Arsenal game, he hadn't played a competitive game since March. Yeah. And you can kind of see that he's still trying to get back to that Premier League match day intensity. But I think he'll just get better and better as the season goes on, to yeah. be honest. You, you know what? Who's someone who's really excited me when I first got a glimpse of him was uh, Alan Saint Maximan. I was so excited, like he literally got me off, off my chair whenever he had the ball. Yeah, oh, he's mate. He's my favorite player. I've been constantly spamming posts of him on my Instagram account, and his Twitter game is hilarious. He's such a funny personality, and when he crosses that white line, he will. 100% focus it's just so unfortunate he got that injury he's out for three weeks now so he'll miss the Liverpool game but he'll be back for the game after that yeah and you know what he'd actually be the perfect person to have against Liverpool if he was fit because you know I'm a Liverpool fan but I I think people <laughs> I think people like like Joe Matip and Trent Alexander-Arnold would have a big problem against his pace yeah I think Trent especially Question marks have been against Trent defensively. I personally don't rate him defensively. I think if you get a player like Sam Maximan or even Atsu against him, I think it will cause problems. He's just very, very good going forward. And because Liverpool don't really have to defend that much, it, it doesn't really get pointed out. Yeah, I think I think Trent's biggest issue is when is when there's this big ball over the top and like he misjudges the the flight of it, and then the winger gets right, yeah. in every time. It's happened like three or four times recently. Yeah, I, I, I agree, mate. I was at the Southampton v Liverpool game. He looked a bit out of depth defensively. And Redmond tore strings around him the game before, uh, well, last season as well, which I saw live. He's just, oh, I don't think he's that good defensively. I think any bottom half side who goes to Anfield or plays him at home, if they get their best winger on him, yeah, I think they'll cause him problems. Jackman, so let's be real for a sec. I mean, we're playing Liverpool, fine. That's a bit of a free hit. We get that. <laughs> but um, yeah. Brighton come to St. James's Park the following week. What are you expecting from that game? Two words, mate. Three points. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's also a six-pointer. And I mean, I'm pretty sure Newcastle fans are all expecting nothing less than three points. Oh, it has to be. It, it just has to be done. It When you add up the totals it, after the Liverpool game it's probably going to be five games played four points and then you're looking at that Brighton game and you want to be on seven points from six games it, it just has to be three points that's the only answer I can give to that question mate yeah you, you know what I've actually been very surprised with the with the way the, the fans have actually backed Steve Bruce and the, and the Newcastle team I've been watching the games at St James's Park and the fans have actually been very much they've been so lively there yeah, well, the thing is, mate, personally, I've put all my Mike Ashley hatred aside. I just want to back the team. Steve Bruce is a Geordie. Um, I want to back him. He's got experience. He's done well so far. Four points from four games. We would have bit our hand off for that start. So oh, I'm going to back him, and I'm sure most of the Newcastle fan base is going to back him. Jack, it's been wonderful having you on. We did agree to keeping it to 15 minutes. So uh, I reckon I'll yeah. you get back to your business. <laughs> Lovely, mate. Thank you very much for having me. Any time, any time, my G. Let me know when you're keen to come back. Yeah, of course, mate. Thank you. Have a good one, man. Cheers. Bye. Well, that was a great episode with Jack, and I'm pretty happy to have him on again. So, guys, I hope you've had a good uh, opportunity listening in to me talking about Newcastle United. It's been a great episode so far. So, 
If you're keen to follow me on Instagram, find me at the Dugout Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at rwleafgreen, and you can find me on my Instagram personal page at Ryan Double Underscore Leaf. So, guys, have the best week. More Premier League content coming up. This is your boy Ryan Leaf on the Dugout Football Podcast. Have the best week. Wow, 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 wow,